in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. Right now it is 12.06 on this Tuesday. It is August 2nd. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Again, it's Tuesday. It is uh, August 2nd. Very warm day out there. <coughs> as a matter of fact, this portion of our program, as we kick off the Noon Report. Hello, everybody on Facebook Live. This is the Noon Report. Please share that you are watching. It is, in fact, the Noon Report. It is Juan, and it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our show and it's brought to you by pr landscape materials and garden center folks they have right now now they are farm fresh vegetables ready to go sweet corn delicious zucchini eggplant yellow squash tomatoes cucumbers local honey is also available all season long and they have the placata green giant Abravites in stock, plenty to choose from, from three feet to 11 feet tall, fast growing, deer resistant, and beautiful natural border. And I showed a, a photo of this yesterday, and people were asking me if, if that size is in fact available. And that size is in fact available. Um, yes, it is, as a matter of fact. At PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, I do have the photo, and I want to. Um, show you i just showed it the other day there it is and they look amazing because they are amazing now look how much more beautiful that looks than a fence so or i think anyway i mean i know some people put up a fence but if you don't if you have one of those you don't in in essence you don't even um you know that i think instead of a fence you could have that as um instead and it just looks so terrific. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. And they're a full-scale nursery. And as I said, right now, gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. Located 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off Route 4. Family-run business. They work so hard. And where do you see, though, the um, farm-fresh vegetables that they have ready are just fantastic. Between the zucchini, eggplant, <coughs> excuse me, sweet corn. The, uh, the yellow squash and the tomatoes and cucumbers is such a home run. Stop it and see them. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, again, welcome everybody in part of our live stream on Facebook. This is the Noon Report, and we're live. And we kind of bring you up to speed on, uh, well, we don't kind of. We do actually bring you up to speed on everything that's happening, both locally and nationally. And, folks, many times I encourage people, visit the website, dipetro.com, where we have uh, we have all the information, by the way, in video. Uh, very in-depth coverage we do on the website, which is dipetro.com. And yesterday was the one-year anniversary, still unsolved. One year later, who killed Maya? Terrible. And we were there last night, as a matter of fact. And then a lot of in-depth on the, uh, the West Greenwich drowning and then the triple shooting in the bucket on Friday night. Folks, it's all there. It's a happening. And it's all at dipetro.com. Check it out. And remember, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. So, you know, 
I, uh, we were at Brood Awakenings on a Thursday just a couple of weeks ago. We were there with LB. <coughs> Excuse me, folks. And um, and a lot of a number of people that live in the area had actually never been by, never been inside, even though they drive by it all the time. Brood Awakenings. It's cozy. It's comfortable. Delicious food and drink. Stop in there. You could pop in there right now for lunch. Uh, they're open late in the afternoon. What I love is it's a great place if you're meeting with people. I take a lot of meetings at Brood Awakenings, three locations, the Johnston location. They also have the Bald Hill Road, Warwick location, and then also Pontiac Avenue and Cranston. Discover the Brood difference. Dave, his staff there, they're so terrific at Brood Awakenings. Well, folks, um, I want to point out, and again, good afternoon to uh, everybody on Facebook Live that support our live stream efforts, as you see and, and know, folks, we go 24-7. It's very, very demanding doing that type of schedule in uh, trying to do a, a breaking news, you know, situation. But the live stream, you know, it plays into it and allows it. So uh, we do it. And then when you're watching uh, by sending stars, that's your way to show your appreciation of the program. Listen, the, the big news is, in fact, you heard uh, Donna Perry and myself talking about it last hour and that is speaker nancy pelosi listen i get it right people one you're not supposed to say anything good about her you're not supposed to say anything good what's the matter you ignoring the memo you're not supposed to you know this is ridiculous you're not supposed to anything she's still an american for crying out loud she's still an american she's the speaker of the house let me tell you she's brave She's you're not supposed to say anything positive about her. What's wrong with you? You're not supposed to. What what is right? I hope the people at Newsmax find out. Let them. Boy, that took guts. I'll tell you, she's got a hell of a lot more guts than anyone in this blanking state. I'll tell you that much. Nancy Pelosi, who has more guts, her or Governor McGreed? Her. She is no stooge or puppet. Drudge Report, one giant step for freedom. Pelosi is in Taiwan. Hey, China, now what? Oh, you don't like it? Guess what? Go blank yourself. You know, I, I um, China plans four days of military drills in the area encircling Taiwan. Hey, they are an independent nation. Who is more guts, Nancy Pelosi or Sheldon Whitehouse? Do we really have to answer the question? Who has more guts, Nancy Pelosi or Jim Langevin? If Langevin's got guts, how come he's not on the trip with her? How come Cicilline isn't there? We know the answer to that. The Rhode Island State House, the den of thieves, is just an embarrassment, a home of embarrassment and lack of courage. You think Seth Magazina would have been on the plane with her? Cicilline could have gone. He could have gone, right? He could have said, no, no, I want to go with you. China rages. Let them. You know, I get uh, paper tiger. Let's find out. Hey, I thought you were going to shoot down her plane. Hey, China, I thought you were going to shoot down her plane. What happened? She landed. Beijing, fight to the death. Good for her. Now, listen, the White House, by the way. Feel free to step up. Yeah, she's going there. How do you like them apples? Too bad. Oh, China doesn't like it. So sick of that. China doesn't like it. We are the United States of blanking America, for crying out loud. Folks, there are, oh, you're a hawk, you just want war. Wrong. There are three countries right now that have aggressive motions. Hey, listen, I still believe we are the finest nation on earth. We defend freedom. We believe in freedom. 
Oh, you want to send off young men? No, I don't want to send young men off to war. But we're not going to have a a country. We're not going to, excuse me, a world where Russia, China, and Iran set the terms of what can be done and what can't be done. So, too bad. You know, uh, have they, um, Putin was making a lot of threats. If you do that, if you do that, oh, yeah? You know how much aid we're sending to Ukraine? Let me know. Well, he's not, he has not doing anything. Bunch of drunks anyway. The 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 so the uh, Russian military are, you know, he they they are a dysfunctional group. Obviously. I like when we I like and admire anyone, hear me out, anyone that stands up to a bully. I like. They have my respect, I should say. And Nancy Pelosi, I don't, you, you're not supposed to be saying anything. But what, what is this? We in seventh grade? Now, in the Wall Street Journal, Nancy Pelosi's Taiwan Straits. A Chinese military response to a visit will signal a dangerous new era. You know, we, the United States has to stand up. If President Trump was in office and said, uh, no, I'm going to go visit Taiwan. All of these, that's right, damn right he would. We we have the right, but because it's her and Biden's in office, we're all supposed to be against it. Now, make no mistake about it, as Donna Perry said, but the Biden response has been all over the place and weak. Wall Street Journal writes, Nancy Pelosi seemed determined to visit Taiwan. Taiwan is a free, independent nation, despite what China says or anyone else says, visit Taiwan or Asian trip this week. And Beijing is promising an unspecified military response if she does. Let's wait. Let's see. They didn't shoot down her plane yet. It looked like an American flag on that plane. We hope the White House is ready for all contingencies. I agree. But the best response to China's growing threats will be long last take the defense of Taiwan seriously. And I agree with that. A largely symbolic visit by the Speaker of the House isn't a good reason to trigger U.S.-China showdown. As Donna Perry made the good point, there have been other congressional people that have visited there. So now, the Biden people didn't help by saying, oh, we think it's a wrong time for her to visit. But would you ever expect them to say anything right? I, I really like her going there. I like that. I like, okay, where's the line? Draw the line in the sand so I can walk across it. They didn't shoot down her plane. At this point, Pelosi almost has to visit, which she did. U.S. appears to be backing down amid China threats. And I get all the conspiracy stuff out there. This is to distract from her trouble and blah, blah, blah. What if that weren't the case? What if it's just she is third in line to power? She is an older woman. This is probably her final time to go. This is, a, to me, a legacy visit. Because Kevin McCarthy's going to take over. And if this is how she's going out, like, oh, really? I want to see them shoot down an American plane. <sighs> now what do they do? How will China respond? President want to come ahead of his Communist Party coronation for a third term. Listen, they unleashed the virus 
on their own people in the world. And he's under, as the Wall Street Journal points, he's under a lot of pressure because of all the lockdowns, because of deflating real estate bubble, uh, China's slowing economic growth. And they feel, well, we're going to teach the U.S. a lesson. Yeah, not so fast. A serious Chinese military intervention would be a strategic watershed. Including to include an attempt to intercept, perhaps harass the plane. Didn't happen. Be the first stop in Beijing's quarantine strategy to declare China has the right to block or inspect any aircraft. Are we about to allow that? Hey, listen, I uh, support any time that our country wants to remind. By the way, she's being treated like a hero in Taiwan. Any time that we want to remind people who we are and what our power is doesn't mean that you want to go to war. I love the people that always say that, right? So if Putin and Russia invade Ukraine, if we stand up, oh, so you want us to go to war. Why don't you talk about what they're doing? Why is it always our fault? That's all part of the blame America first crowd. Nancy Pelosi planned to visit Taiwan. She's in Taiwan. Oh, so you want us to go to war? What, why do we have to be the ones to back down? Why do some of you always take the side against your own country? I like someone, Paul, we, with, uh, I still laugh about Ukraine. We should be helping people in the United States, not Ukraine. Who? Who should we be helping? It's like some of the Trump people. We should be helping the homeless out of the way. That's the first time I've ever heard a Trump person saying we should be helping the homeless bums out on the West Coast. For what? Helping them. What more can we do? Free food, free housing. We give them everything they need. We should be helping the homeless. What what more could we possibly do? When is some of you going to accept that some of these people just don't want to work? It's a joke. Biden was criticized last year when he, you know, he said in response, the U.S. would defend Taiwan, which was the right answer. White House walked back the comment saying U.S. policy hasn't changed. The president was getting at the truth as China's changing intentions. Now, China abandons its pledge of, quote, peaceful reunification. We're not going to let them take Taiwan. Oh, well, she's there. And that shows me a lot. Many of you can continue with the where's Hunter. Got an email earlier. John, stop talking about Pelosi and focus on the laptop. (laughs) What, What more is there to be said about the stupid laptop? He was on drugs. Look at that. One giant step for freedom. Pelosi in Taiwan. China rage. Good. Beijing says it's going to be a fight to the death. U.S. carrier group in South Seas. Good. Let them fire a missile because we'll knock it down. You know, I don't. Not only do I not like bullies, I don't like people that defend the bullies. We have enough problems without. Oh, just be quiet. Go hide in your little hole. I, you know, I preferred life before social media, when many people could just hide and cower in their homes, and we were unaware of it. 
Now we have to get their ramblings from the bunker. Well, Sebastian Gork, oh, shut up. Sebastian Gorka says. How about this, McKee? Rhode Island families to get a $250 child tax rebate. Hey, listen, by my count, the state workers are all getting three grand. Now he's throwing those with kids, 250. Why don't you just give everybody some money there, Governor McGreed? You know, um, as far as the race for governor, and I'm going to just keep repeating this. When you step back, if if he's the best we can do, then we really are doomed. If If Governor McKee... Is truly, he is the best. You mean to tell me in the entire state, our governor, if he is, so he is the best. There's one million, a little over one million people. If he's the best we can do, we are blanking doomed. It is over. If we can't do any better than that guy, then it, forget it. Fold the tent. Because then it is, it is absolutely officially game over. I've never seen anyone fold and pander as much as Governor McGreed. <clears throat> you know, someone sent me an email. I heard Helena, folks, and she's no different on, excuse me, don't make me defend her. She is different. She is different. She's no different on, excuse me, she, she is different. I mean, let the, don't don't force me. To defend her. I don't want to have to defend her. But when people make ridiculous statements on their issues. Listen, none of this stuff matters. If the place is going to hell in a handbasket. Which it seems to be, as a matter of fact. Let me just find that email. Someone heard. um, uh, Let me find it. Um. Wait a minute. I will find it. Someone sent me an email and they heard her interviewed and she's no different. Like, listen, I understand there are certain issues that, you know, might be taking a worth looking at. But y- y- you got to decide. Like, it, it can't, here it is. There's no difference between them on abortion, voting and banning guns. I, no kidding. That, that's not, it shouldn't be considered news. I'll say this about Helena folks. Now, um, did he say that? John Kirby, we do not support Taiwan independence. Are you kidding me? That can't be right. I, I, I'm going to, Daily Caller, I don't, I don't believe that. I want to I hear him say that or see how they're walking back. But let me just say this about Helena, folks. When you look at the people involved, now don't get me wrong. I'm not sure. We'll, we're going to find out in the fall about Ashley Kalis, the Republican. But Governor McKee, it's like I've seen all I need to see, right, from him. He, he has been a disaster. He, uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure the state would be standing after four more years of his pandering. Um, I, he sets the bar. The question is, could anybody do worse? As I said, if if he is the best we can do, then the state is in a hopeless situation. So I'll say this about Helena, folks. She doesn't owe anybody anything. 
She is not part of the club at the state house. And she did run CVS. She had 200,000 employees. So I know some of those issues, but as far as where money is going, she wants to improve education. She could talk with a CEO and Right now, look at there's no announcements on companies relocating, moving to the state because the climate is so business unfriendly. McKee is we haven't had a business unfriendly governor in a long time, probably since Jaffe. Raimondo tried, um, but that's where she is different than than McKee and Gorbea. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and also East Greenwich location. Across from Felicia's at Med Urgent Care, specialized in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment services. Uh, next time you have an emergency, yourself or family member, take them to at Med Urgent Care. They're open seven days a week. Walk in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic trauma, work related injuries, physical exams. And they also offer, for those that have COVID, mononuclear antibody infusions. I went to a funeral. Three weeks ago, someone I know that died of COVID. There are still people dying of COVID. Folks, at Med Urgent Care, next time you have to go to the emergency room, pop in uh, there instead of waiting for hours at the emergency room. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by the Senadale Revival. Check out our website. We have a link there. Comfort Food and Cocktails, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Delicious food and drink. And right next door, Stella Suites, right across from North Providence Town Hall. It's the Senadale Revival. I want to check. Um, now I'm intrigued by this John Kirby comment. I I am not. I, I I'm going to guess. I mean, we'll see. But I'm going to guess that they're taking something he said. Um. All right. I see nothing there. Um. So the Daily Caller is the only one that has that. I'm going to guess. That they lifted. Um, I'm looking at a quote right now. The United States will not be intimidated. Um, so the Daily Caller. John Kirby says White House thinks it's important Nancy Pelosi have the opportunity to visit Taiwan. Members of Congress have a right to make the visit if they want. I agree with that. Now here's the Daily Caller. Okay, there's that quote but it's 18 seconds long all right let me hear him say it that we oppose any repeatedly said that we oppose any unilateral changes to the status quo from either side we have said that we do not support taiwan independence and we have said that we expect cross-strait differences to be resolved by peaceful means we've communicated this directly to the repeatedly said that we oppose any unilateral changes to the status quo from either side. All right. So he's saying any changes to the status quo. So I'm going to call Daily Caller putting that. That's selective editing. Selective editing. So and I'm not trying to come down on um, the individual that sent that to me. But, you know, that that happens sometimes. Um, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. I want to um, talk, though, about um, 
the race for governor and a lot more. Folks, again, good afternoon. Listen, the Pelosi thing is big. The Pelosi thing is big. And the Biden White House, because I think it's significant that she wants to add this to her legacy. She's not going to be the speaker. Listen, it's basic. We're into August. August, right? So August, September, October, November. She knows in four months the Democrats are going to lose the House. Kevin McCarthy will become the speaker and Pelosi's out. So this sounds like this is her final trip. And the people of Taiwan seem to be uh, very excited about it. And I, I do. I give her credit for not being afraid and taking the trip. And I, I admire it in light of um, the fact, wow. All right, this is totally, um, the NFL revealed the Dolphins tampered with Tom Brady in 2019 and 2020 when he was under contract with the Patriots. And again, after the 21 season, when he was under contract with the Bucks. So there is going to be a punishment. Huh. Well, there, there, there's definitely something there. We had heard about that. Brady was, um, was essentially going to try to pop up to the, to the, um, uh, he, he was going to go to the front office and then come down and be the Dolph, the Dolphins quarterback. He's very tight with, um, people within the Dolphin organization. I, I want to just, um, but go back to, where the map is right now, the calendar, I should say. So today is Tuesday, August 2nd. And folks, good afternoon at 1231. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And good afternoon to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, we will be doing Facebook Live later. So today is August 2nd, Tuesday, August 2nd. And, um, you know, we're, we're working our way through this week. And early voting starts on the 24th. So early voting in this primary is about to commence. We're we're coming up on one, two. We're coming up on a window of just 21 days before early voting. I know some people are still looking at that. September 13th is when you go in person to vote. But as I've told you, that's going to be decided much quicker we're, this is going to be a really interesting election, simply because, as I've told you, this almost seems like it's a matter of who can outcheat who. Who can be the one to step up, uh, whether it's going to be McKee, whether it's, not, it's going to be Nellie. I'm going to stick with what I have said, and I'm asked every day. When I say that... Um, that I think Nellie Gobe is going to win the primary. I'm, it doesn't mean I want her to win the primary. You know, we were at that event yesterday in the West End, and I want to commend Michael Salvatore. That was huge. Those West End invaders. Um, is it the invaders or intruders? <laughs> I'm blanking out on it, even though it was just yesterday. The West End, in, I think it's is the invaders? Let me... Um, Hold on, I have the photo of it. He did such a beautiful job with the bus and stepping up, and I really like that. The intruders, that's right, the West End intruders. 
or West Elmwood intruders. That's exactly right. Um, I really like that uh, Michael step up. I'm not surprised. Brett Smiley was there. Brett Smiley is, um, is in fact, you know, Brett Smiley is really working it. And he's trying. But Brett Smiley, I believe, is in fact, um, hold on, I want to just, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, let me just communicate with this person. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. Brett Smiley is up against the Nelly Gonzalo Cuervo machine. And right now at 1234 on this Tuesday, some of you will remember this, most of you won't. I am staying with my prediction that you have a team going on. I said it was significant at the time. And that is that the Secretary of State running for governor. The person that is running for governor, people are going to be shocked. People ask me, who do you think is going to win the Democrat primary? I, I, how does everyone not see this? How does everyone not see it? She's running the election. So you think she's going to, Nellie Gorbea, Secretary of State, she's going to run an election where she loses. I, I don't, would you coach a game where the ref, one of the refs is coaching the other team? The answer is no. I, what are people mystified by? She's running for governor. Her former chief of staff, Gonzalo Cuervo, he's running for mayor. He was her chief of staff. They have a pact. He's gonna, they made a deal. He's going to be the mayor of Providence. She's going to be the governor. I don't see anyone that's going to stop them. They have the voting lists. The media has been asleep on this story, and they're still asleep. As I've told you, the media hints around. Nellie seems kind of quiet. Nellie's run, not running a traditional campaign. And, and I had said this all along. She will re- re- release information to the media that says that she's winning. They'll go along with it. And that is exactly what is happening. And it happened yesterday. So on primary night, September 13th, that Tuesday night, she will list her a fist in victory, list her hand in victory, and everyone will say, well, you know, she was leading in her polls. She's doing exactly what I have predicted that she would do, which is keep feeding the local media that she's either in the lead, she's right there. Um, I, I'm anxious to see, uh, Ian Donis put this out yesterday, and I like Ian and respect him. New polling memo from Nelly has her at 27%. Governor McKee at 22%, undecideds are at 22%, Helena folks at 14%. So she is staying exactly as I had said. She can't crack 30%, by the way. Now, that 22%, they're not breaking with Governor McKee. What Helena folks would need is to get 20%. This race could come down to a primary now between her in Gorbea. But I don't think Helena Folks has enough information 
on the voting list in order to like really make it competitive. But we'll see. This could come right down to the end. I want to remind people, Governor McKee's not going away. The whole reason why Governor McKee has Sabina Matos as his lieutenant governor is to help him get votes in Providence, specifically in Oneyville, in Silver Lake, and certain sections of the city. Especially she was the council person for Oneyville. Think about that for a minute. So that is the battle that I believe is going on right now. But I am saying nothing shows me or tells me that my prediction is wrong. Nothing. And I, I made it a while ago. As soon as I learned the two of them, Nellie and our chief of staff are going, they have the voting list. The Rhode Island voting list is compromised. The Rhode Island voting list should be blown up. And I'll also mention, you know, I've, I've made noise that I had wished <coughs> Ashley Kalis had run for secretary of state. I thought what the Republican Party needs to do is get control of that office and then really weed out. There was so much nonsense going on with the voter list, with the voting rolls, um, and none of it good for the voters. None of it good for the voters. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 1238 is brought by J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios. J. Perry Paving, free estimate for any project. Call them right now for a free quote, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs no matter how big or how small. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, listen, call them for a free quote. Letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. And remember, no one is better with veterans than J. Perry Paving. If you're a veteran, contact them or a family member or a friend or an uncle or your dad or your mom or your son or your daughter. J. Perry Paving. You know, that's that does such an improvement on a home. When you have a beautiful new driveway or patio, seal coating, residential, commercial, they do fabulous work. And I've been there to film it. J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 1240 on this Tuesday is brought to Home Again Consignment. Now, this unique, wonderful store, stop it and see John, Governor Francis Shopping Center, Fine Furniture, Art, antiques, glassware, jewelry. He also does estate sales. Home Again Consignment. There's a link to their Facebook page right on the website, which is depetro.com. So the money race continues. Um, This month, the rest of this month, and into September for that matter, but the rest of this month, um, this is going to be... Really, um, this is where all the gloves are coming off. And, you know, yesterday, by the way, I like that Helena folks, Governor McKee will not release information about members of his staff that have been subpoenaed by the FBI. And he can play fast and loose about it. 
and they're not on a formal, you know, strong legal foundation. But um, but it is uh, even as Mike Stanton put out yesterday, you know, during Operation Plunderdome, the Science Administration, through public access, they did. They, you know, released information of who had been subpoenaed by the FBI. The McKee people are hiding that. So both Nellie Gobey and Helena folks are questioning what do they have to hide? They have a lot to hide. Now, another race that is worth watching is this CD2 race, Congressional District race. Where this is the one that Seth Magazina thinks he has it in the bag. And that Sarah Morgenthau, right now it's a two-person race between Seth Magazina and the Sarah Morgenthau. She has money. This would be for Langevin's seat. The winner takes on former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. The reason why this race now is important or just one to watch is that Sarah Morgenthau has brought in senior advisor Kate Coyne McCoy as campaign chair. Um, <clears throat> this is big. Um, anyone that follows politics, that I mean, Kate Coyne McCoy, she she does she plays rough. She is as when you're getting someone like that, she I don't agree with her on, on any issues. But boy, she is a win at all costs. She will do anything to win. And the Magaziner people are really upset about this. Ted Nisu put out, Kate Coyne McCoy, who unexpectedly stepped down, Rhode Island Democrat Party senior advisor, officially joins the Sarah for Rhode Island campaign. Her perceived support for Morgenthau has led to grumblings from the Seth Magaziner campaign at the party. So the fact that, and she ran for that. Uh, seat in 2000, 22 years ago, I did a debate at the Warwick Mall, and one of the candidates was that Kate Coyne McCoy. So it's a little bit of um, inside politics, a little bit. Uh, people in the know, uh, you know, know who she is, but she she doesn't. Um, she is not afraid to to break some dishes. She's not afraid to get people. You know, she is is no pushover by any means. Looking at this other headline, Tiger Woods turned down an offer of $800 million to play in that Saudi-backed tournament. Greg Norman says, hey, good for Tiger Woods. I, I'm, I'm, I'm out on that whole thing. I don't like that at all. Um, Russia backs China over provocative Pelosi visit to Taiwan. Boy, there's a surprise. Of course they do. They're our enemy. Both of them are. And so's Iran. You know, that is, I, I have a problem with that um, Daily Caller tweet. I, I think that is very, very misleading. Very, very um, misleading. Very, very misleading. Um, it's, it is misleading. It is misleading. Um, Yeah, let me just, okay. Okay. There we go. All right. Folks, good afternoon at uh, 1245. The Pelosi thing continues to, um, 
to be the big major story. Now, locally, uh, um, <laughs> Fauci may be investigated. Uh, can we please focus on the economy? Do you realize how much better things are when the economy is, uh, is flowing the way it should? <clears throat> they want to focus on everything other than the economy. But right now, I, I mean that about in Rhode Island. If um, Dan McKee has the most money, he should, even though it was outraised by Brett Smiley. But if if he is truly the best we can do, you know, because that's what an election really is like, right? One, one million, 1.1 million people get together and elect this is the best per possible person to be in charge of the state. And... That um, I I just I I don't I don't know of anyone that that truly believes that he has not shown that he has the ability to do it. So Governor McKee, I don't think the former mayor of Cumberland, he is um, he's been less of a leader. He was given a real unique opportunity. He wasn't elected to the job. Ramundo left, and if anything, it would seem. That this is his style. By the way, I also want to be very clear. It doesn't mean he's a bad guy. Uh, It doesn't mean he doesn't have, you know, his wife seems very charming. I haven't met her. The first lady, Sue McKee. His mom obviously seems um, uh, like quite a character in the campaign commercials. His mom seems terrific. So it's nothing personal against him. But... I don't think anyone, I liked how yesterday when I was playing some of the sound that that Sabina Matos didn't fully understand the question from Tim White. <laughs> he was saying, it would, you have to admit, just your selection as lieutenant governor was, you know, challenging. And, and then she said, yes, we've had many challenges. No, no, that's not what he meant. He meant that McKee kind of, you know, Governor McKee by... His selection for lieutenant governor, he he alienated a lot of people, and it became like a like a contest of you know who's going to be the in the different rounds, and people were running for it. People from all over the state, T.J. Del Santo from Channel Twelve threw in his um threw in his name to be part of that in some way. Um, let me just read this. Um, boom, boom, boom. I'm reading. Well, maybe I'll get into that into the uh, the next hour a little bit. So we'll get into that into the next hour. Someone that Juan knows finds themselves in the news. We'll first maybe reach out and see if they want to say anything about it folks right now at 12 48 again um i i can't wait we're gonna have to wait a little while but when these debates start and rhode island governor dan mckee is on the debate stage and can't run and he starts getting asked about this fbi probe i'm telling you right now i don't i think that's why they want as much early voting as possible before he agrees to do any type of debate. And I think, as I've been saying, I think he's going to be in a lot of trouble um, 
when, in fact, he does get on the debate stage and debate. Now, I'm seeing this. The Miami Dolphins are to lose two draft picks, and the owner has been suspended for tampering. And this is all because of the Tom Brady. Investigator found no evidence Steve Ross seriously pressed his coach to deliberately lose games. The reason I'm mentioning this is simply because we are still, New England still has huge interest in um, in Tom Brady. The NFL has suspended the Miami Dolphins owner and taken away two draft picks after an investigator found the team violated the anti-tampering policy, trying to lure Tom Brady and the former head coach Sean Payton of Miami. At the same time, they found no evidence he ordered the team's former head coach, Brian Flores, to deliberately lose games to improve the standing in the college draft. Claims Flores made in a federal lawsuit. White determined Ross offered to pay Flores 100000 for each game the Dolphins lost was not intended to take him a serious offer. As a result of the tampering charge, though, the Dolphins will forfeit their first round draft pick in 2023 and their third round in 2024. Roger Goodell said White found tampering unprecedented scope and severity. I found no prior incident which ownership was so directly involved in the violations. Now, this was when Flores said he was invited to a boat and that there was a quarterback there. That was Brady. The findings came after a six-month investigation, uh, suits still pending, allegations. Dolphins found um impermissible communication with Brady during the 2019 season and postseason while he was playing for the Patriots. Those communications were said numerous and detailed. The Dolphins found to again have had uh, communication with both Brady and his agent in the 2021 season while he was playing for Tampa Bay. Remember, it was March of 20 during the pandemic he announced he was going to Tampa Bay, including discussions of Brady becoming a partner in the Dolphins. The Dolphins were also found to have improperly tried to lure Sean Payton to be coach of the team in January. He was still coach of the Saints. You know what's um, just interesting? And I recognize, folks, that that is it's people are going to say it's a football story. Well, it is, but it crosses over because it's Brady. But something um, about that is that was the rumor for a long time that that, in fact, was happening. And then it turns out it was happening. Now, today is a big primary day in Arizona. And I am very anxious to see what happens in Arizona when you have um, different individuals. You know, President Trump is backing one person for the uh, governorship there. And um, and, and Mike Pence, former Vice President Pence, his... His candidate is also on the ballot today in uh, primary. Well, now it's really NFL suspend Dolphins owner for tampering with Brady. Wow, it is. Um, that story is really going to rocket. And and we had heard about this. Um, there was definitely news about this, and it was a rumor out there that the two of them, Sean Payton, and um, and Tom Brady. We're going to team up together to play for the Dolphins. What's also interesting to me is the amount of people that thought there's no way Brady would want to play for the Dolphins because then they'd have to play the Patriots twice a year. Well, there it is. He absolutely, he wanted to be with the Dolphins instead of Tampa Bay. So that was his first choice. And then it ends up that it, it obviously did not pan out that way but that was that's what he was looking for 
You know, that was his goal where he wanted to land. It was not going to be. It was not going to be. Um, <clears throat> okay, so there it is. It's official. Jessica De La Cruz is now the GOP leader in the Rhode Island Senate. Okay, well, that was the deal cut to get her to uh, drop out of to drop out of the CD2 race. Um, and now it becomes official. And, and that that is now complete. So nothing wrong with that. Goes on a lot. But that was her her plan and how they basically got her out of that CD2 race was now she's going to be the uh, GOP leader in the Senate. So good for her. That's a big, nice boost for State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, um, who, let's see, if they could get some people elected in the Rhode Island Senate, Republicans, they could have a big difference. And also, by the way, Dominic Ruggiero, the Senate president, he may he may go down in defeat. There is no guarantee that he wins that primary against whoever that guy is, Lenny Klo. He, that's a rematch. You know, this is also one of the reasons I wish we would actually move back to two-year terms. Uh, we've seen the four-year terms. I think I, I liked the state better when the governor was a two-year term. Uh, Attorney general was a two-year term. Uh, Lieutenant governor, secretary of state. Because it, it kept more people in play. Many people, if you ran and lost, and, and they're not running the state any more efficiently. No one can say, as a result of going to four-year terms, things are run more efficiently. When someone would run for an office, you know, Bruce Sundland is the best example. He lost against Ed Dupree in 86. He ran against him again in 88, and then he finally won in 90. So I think this four-year term, the state's not better served. So I, I would actually like to see us go back to uh, the two-year terms, because at the very least, it would keep more Republicans in the mix than they are right now. Because then you just have to wait one year and then they, you know, then they start they start running again. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show at 1256 on this Tuesday, it's French by Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call Propane Plus 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, call Propane Plus 508 252 3359 propane plus three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery they offer online billing schedule service and delivery at the click of a button propane plus they have a very user-friendly website which is propaneplus.com you just put in residential commercial and put in your zip code and remember with propane it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now it's renewable Propane Plus for all your propane needs. Give them a call today, 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 1257. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. This is the Noon Report. Thank you for the stars. Those have been sending the stars during our uh, Facebook broadcast. We will be doing Facebook a little bit later uh, in the day. And then next hour, I do have some updates. The Charlotte Lester case. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of um, 
of the Maya who was murdered that remains unsolved. I think that will be solved at some point. Um, but by the end of the day, I was glad to see that Channel 10, Channel 12, and Channel 6 all did some segment on the one-year anniversary that Maya Brophy Behrman uh, was shot and killed in Providence only street. Uh, it's just so terrible. It was completely senseless. I mean, I'm not saying that there's any type of murder, but, you know, there were murders of um, an argument or there people are murdered in the course of, say, a robbery or revenge or whatever it means. There, there's various instances. This was she's walking to her car. There was someone walking her to her car and some gang members out riding around who had come up empty spot someone that they think is a member of a rival gang. And as they're rolling down the street, by the way, the guy working with Maya was not, there's no gang ties, none, mistaken identity. They're like, hey, that kind of looks like so-and-so. And as they go down the street, boom, they open fire, they miss him and shoot and kill her. She had done nothing wrong. She had not committed a crime. She didn't know her assailants. There'd been no fight. There'd been no disagreement. There was no robbery. There was no ill will. Um, I, it, it truly, and, and it doesn't help in any way, but it truly was like a wrong place at the wrong time. If it had been five minutes before, two minutes before, they may not have seen her. If it had been five minutes after that, probably wouldn't happen. Just seemed to be right at that moment as they were riding down the street in the opposite direction. They fired, shot, and killed her. But I believe they will be caught someday. Folks, here's what we're going to do. It's 1259. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. The power hour is next. We have a lot more to get into. You can listen AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen at the website to be draw.com. The big story, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has landed in Taiwan. Take that. Let's see what China does. We will be doing Facebook Live later. We're going to break right now for the 1 o'clock news. The Power Hour is next. A lot more ahead on this Tuesday on the John DePietro Show.